Hello and welcome back to DC Nervistream. My name is Brittany, aka Brit Girl, and we're going to get into some news today. But before we get started, we have a new segment which will go at the start of shows sometimes, and this is to give cosplays a bit of a shout out because, guys, cosplays are just awesome. And as Cosplay Chris says, cosplays do it best. So let's look at some of our shout outs today. The first shout out today goes out to Laura, aka Souffle Girl Cosplays. She actually sent through one that gave me a bit of schooling, guys. And this type of cosplay is called Gijinka, and I probably pronounced that wrong. Um, I didn't study Japanese, so please give me a pass. But her cosplay is of the Pokemon Finnegan, and it's humanized form. She's sent through that. It isn't finished yet. I think it's her ears that she is going to build. But as it stands, it's very gorgeous photography of her in some flowery fields. And she's also done the 13th Doctor, which if you look back at our cosplay videos, you will actually see her starring in it. So thank you Souffle Girl Cosplays for sending that one through. And we have one more before we get off into the news. Our next cosplay goes out to gem underscore cosplay underscore AUS. She is one part of The Fortress, which is a dynamic duo from Sydney who we have worked with on a couple of projects. She actually recently had a poll on her Instagram story asking her followers who would win Miss Marvel or Black Canary. And the votes were in 51% voted Black Canary. So, woo, go DC. And those were our two shoutouts for this week's DCN. But without further ado, let's jump into the DC news. Wait, Batman doesn't use guns. Batman doesn't. But I do. In DC TV news, we finally have a Bat Family addition to the Arrowverse. While discussing her role on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, the Australian actress spoke about how growing up she struggled to find characters she could relate to, let alone superheroes, and now she has the opportunity to be that character for others. And if you haven't guessed it, this actress is Ruby Rose. It was at this point in the interview and while during the red carpet event for Meg that she revealed the role and its potential could bring her to happy tears. The character is going to make her first appearance in the big Arrowverse crossover at the end of the year, and the CW is also working towards giving her her own series. But it seems not everyone is excited about the casting. As per the usual backlash now expected with every casting or big pop culture news, people have criticised the choice. The backlash has been mostly centred around sexuality and race, which has led to Ruby Rose taking a step away from social media. But she isn't the only one from the CW cast that is being hit with this negative nonsense. Grant Gustin, after a photo of a season 5 prototype suit was leaked, was hit with rude and unwarranted comments about his body. And honestly, I thought we all would have learnt some manners after the appalling fan response to Anna Diop's Starfire. So here are my two cents. Opinions are one thing and we can have a discussion about that. But attacking someone is another. And for a generation who is very aware about mental health issues, I think it's time we pull our socks up and maybe say a few more kind words. Just maybe. On a positive note though, Ruby Rose is entering the Arrowverse to open arms from the cast, with the Green Arrow himself, Stephen Amell, tweeting welcome. It's characters like Batwoman that will carry our universe into the future. To most people, I'm an assistant at CatCo Worldwide Media. But in secret, I work with my adoptive sister for the DEO to protect my city from alien life and anyone else that means to cause it harm. I am Supergirl. Soon, Melissa Benoist won't be the only live-action Supergirl. A 
Among the worlds of DC's extended movie list, Supergirl has been added, but still, we don't know if this film will be connected to the Central Justice League films or if she will get a standalone like Joaquin Phoenix's origin film. DC Entertainment and Warner Brothers are still in the early stages of developing the film, with the 22 Jump Street writer Oren Uziel putting the pen to paper. But the biggest question is, who can play the unruly young super that can go toe-to-toe with the Man of Steel? Melissa Benoist is an obvious choice with her strong performance on the CW television series. But just like Grant Gustin wasn't cast in the Justice League, I doubt they'll take Benoist to the silver screen. We do, however, have names like Saoirse Ronan from The Lovely Bones, Sarah Bolger from this series Agent Carter, Blake Lively from Gossip Girl, or even Nina Dobrev from The Vampire Diaries. Now, these are just quick names I've pulled from the web who I think would be about the right age for the Justice League run of films. It would, however, be very interesting if Supergirl is a standalone film. Without having to find someone that could work off Henry Cavill, Warner Brothers would have the option to go with someone completely different. And considering the CW Supergirl has been a great success, you could imagine Warner Brothers would want to go with a different Supergirl. In fact, I'd be hoping for something like the Supergirl from Superman Batman Apocalypse. She's a bit unruly, she's aggressive, she's trained under Wonder Woman. <gasps> imagine if Gal Gadot trains Supergirl. Oh my goodness. Okay, the possibilities are endless, but... It's definitely an exciting adventure ahead of the DC world. You're getting slow in your old age, Alfred. Comes to us all, Master Wayne. Even you got too old to die young. And not for lack of trying. And now we've actually got a little bit of news regarding Matt Reeves' The Batman. So many rumors have been created, then debunked, and created and debunked, that a lot of us are left wondering what is going on with this film. But we do know now that the movie is on schedule to start filming in the first half of next year. Other than that, Reeves and Ben Affleck are playing their cards very close to their chest. Even still, fans haven't been told if Affleck will be playing the titular character, only that he will be a producer for the film. Although not confirmed, it has been reported that the Batman will focus on a younger Bruce Wayne, which supports the idea that Affleck won't be donning the cape and cowl. In response to the rumors that Affleck will be made younger to fit the role, Twitter user Landon O'Leary has proven just how easy it could be to make Affleck young. We've seen fans do something similar with their own technology like this before, with the Henry Cavill's Mustache Gate and the Deepfake program. But O'Leary captioned his short video with how he made Affleck young, and it was with Final Cut Pro and Face App. The video demonstrating the technique is from Batman vs Superman, where Alfred and Bruce are chatting, and it's very well done. A keen eye will see the small faults, but again, it shows just what the big editing companies can do. Man, people are talented. Please, can you help me? At San Diego Comic-Con this year, we were given the very polarizing trailer for the upcoming Titan series, and I had people asking, what about Cyborg? Well, not only has Cyborg been added to the DC Universe show Doom Patrol, but Yovan Wade has also been cast in the role. 
Joining Wade, we have Diane Durero as Crazy Jane and April Bowlby as Elasta Woman. The series itself is a reimagining of the DC's cast of Outsiders. Robot Man, Negative Man, Elasta Woman and Crazy Jane, who are all led by the mad scientist Dr. Niles Calder, aka The Chief. Each member experiences traumatic accidents that left them scarred and with superhuman abilities. But they find purpose through the Chief, who brings them together to investigate strange phenomena and to protect the Earth. The series will pick up after the events of Titans, where the team is called into action by DC's Justice League and Teen Titan hero, Cyborg. Anyone up for some ice cream? Are you supposed to be sweetie? The new star-spangled kid? Stargirl, say cheese! But Titans and Doom Patrol aren't the only shows being sent straight to the DC Universe. On previous podcasts, we've mentioned Swamp Thing, Harlequin, and Young Justice Outsiders. But there is also Stargirl, and there has been some casting details revealed. Courtney Elizabeth Whitmore is the alter ego of Stargirl. She's a trained gymnast, kickboxer, has basic enhanced strength, speed, agility, and stamina, you know, the usual stuff, as well as flight and energy manipulation via the cosmic converter belt and the cosmic staff. And she inherits, well, she kind of steals at first, all of these items from her stepdad and once star-spangled kid, Pat Dugan. The character's creation is a very interesting and heartbreaking one. Jeff Johns, one of the creators, modelled Stargirl's name and personality of his late sister who lost her life in 1996. Johns has spoken positively about the casting process, saying, We've got great casting people, and what I'll be looking for is somebody who embodies that energetic spirit and of kindness, someone that's really fun that can chew bubblegum while kicking ass, and someone young, because we're going to go for a young take on the character. She's about 16. Beyond this, there have been reports that the scripts from leaked audition tapes included mentions of the Justice Society of America members Dr. Midnight and Owlman. There was also a scene where Courtney tries to talk a classmate, specifically Yolanda Montez aka Wildcat, into suiting up to investigate their disappearing neighbours. But again, this is another show for the DC Universe lineup in 2019, which currently is only available in the US. There is a note on their website, though, that says it will be announced when it's available in your region. So fingers crossed, it's sooner rather than later. Green Lantern has his special range. Green strong that little thing. New Beatles' deeds are really sweet. But who will bring him out of his Flash his bows, they finish last. Too bad sometimes he's just too fast. Now we have a villain for the Birds of Prey film, you! Already revealed to be starring Black Canary Huntress Batgirl and Renee Montoya, we now know that they will be facing off with the crime boss, Black Mask. Having Black Mask in the fold helps support the rumoured synopsis. This synopsis has Harley Quinn splitting up from the Joker and joining three other women, Canary, Huntress and Montoya, in saving the life of a little girl, Cassie Kane, from an evil crime lord. I'm not thrilled with this synopsis, mostly because it depicts Cassie Kane as a young girl. Her character is amazing as a young woman fighting crime while also fighting her heritage. But I also think it's strange that Harley Quinn would have such a close role with the birds. 
Only strange in a story sense though, because Margot Robbie was the biggest thing to walk out of Suicide Squad, and her character in Birds of Prey will quickly gain the attention of everyday superhero fans, or everyday moviegoers even. So it's odd, but I, I get it. It's Tales of Metropolis starring Lois Lane. Best reporter ever! So, Batman, what do you think of our fine city? It's very bright. While you're here teaming up with Superman, I was wondering if I could ask you a few questions. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I'll be right there. Sorry, Miss Lane. We'll have to do this another time. Now on to comic book of the week. This week, it's Who Killed Superwoman? With art by Jack Herbert, Matt Santorelli, Phil Jimenez, Ray McCarthy, and Emanuela Lupacino. And this one is written by Phil Jimenez, but I've got to say, the story seems to overlap with a couple of other stories because there was a few loose holes, but the reason why I'm actually having it here today is because it was a very cool look at the superhero powers between two women and them working together. Although there's a bit of a twist there in how I'm selling this. I mean, they're working together, but spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. One of the superwomen is actually a redhead as well, so that might just be a little bit of bias on my part. So go on, pick up Who Killed Superwoman to get another book on your comic book shelves or even just to get to know a couple of extra superwomen to your superhero family. So there you have it, guys. That is DCN for this week. We have covered a bit of DC Universe Online, the streaming service. We have looked at the Superwomen's comic book of the week, and we have had a new addition to the podcast, which is cosplay shoutouts. So again, if you have a cosplay and you want to get a shoutout on this podcast, make sure you keep an eye out on the NovaStream Instagram account. I'll be posting a story every now and then, and that will be around the time that I'll be recording. So... Follow the prompts, send us your cosplay then, and you just might make it onto the shout-out on the DCN. So remember, follow our social media, follow me at BritGirlAUS on Instagram, Twitter, and you can find me on YouTube as well. We are now also doing video reviews, so go check out The Spy Who Dumped Me, which was a bit of a team effort between Alistair and myself. We've got a lot of content out there, guys, so get searching on the Novastream social media. And until next time, keep being such a super audience.